0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food, School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner Podcast. Today is Friday, and it's our last episode of the week, and it's our last episode about the dental diet. Well, you're probably going to hear about it more from me, but we are not going to be dedicating so much time to talking about the book and about all the concepts of the diet. So the dental diet. Today is our final episode. We already talked about what dental diet is all about, why you should care about your dental health, that is an indication of your whole body health, and why taking care of your teeth, uh, making them beautiful and strong, basically takes care of your body and even of your genes. That's how deep that runs. So we talked about the principles of the diet, Um, we talked about what kind of nutrients are essential for your dental and your whole body health, we talked about fat-soluble vitamins and how to get them, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin K2, Uh, we talked about supporting minerals, we talked about calcium, we talked about magnesium and zinc, and we talked about collagen. Today, we are talking about things that we haven't talked yet about. And those are quality of food, different kinds of fibers, and uh, other substances that you need to eat and somehow deliver uh, into your gut. Because gut health is also a foundation of your whole body health and of your dental health. Well, actually, gut starts in the mouth. It's this, you know, system that runs from your mouth till, you know, till where... But um, yeah, we need to take care of our gut. And we are talking about that today. So quality, different kinds of fibers, probiotics, prebiotics, uh, all of that. And then we are talking about what what abusers you need to eliminate from your uh, meals, from your diet as soon as possible. And guys, that has nothing to do with calories or weight loss or fat loss that just doesn't work for your health some of those items might work an occasion but if you consume them on a regular basis and that means every single week for example then it means you are not you are compromising your health and you are not uh, getting your optimal health, your optimal energy, and all the performance and joy of life that you could be getting otherwise. So let's dig in right into it. Quality. And I want to read you a passage from the book about the quality. You can directly control the epigenetic messages. And guys, we already talked about epigenetic messages, right? Those are um, the messages that change how your genes, how your genetic material is expressed in real life and what you actually get. Because genetic material, your DNA, it's just a blueprint, a plan that your body uses under certain conditions to actually build different proteins and to actually build you and to express you. Uh, But again, DNA, genes, that's only the plan. How your body gonna implement that plan? How your cells gonna implement that plan? That depends on the messages that you send, and those are called epigenetic messages. So you can directly control the epigenetic messages that your food sends to your genes by buying fresh, locally grown produce from farmers who understand how nature uh, nature nurtures health. Animal products should be sourced from pasture raised. Animals and free range livestock. Livestock. Um, so, guys, it really matters what your animals eat and how they are treated because what they eat and how much stress they experience, how much disease they experience, and whether you want to think it or not, uh, I've just, just yesterday, I listened to another. A lecture from uh, Stanford University on food system and how our meat, how our fish, um, how a lot of our animal food is produced. And they were talking about how much disease and how much um, all kinds of infections and viruses there and how easily it spreads uh, all over and uh, how 80% of antibiotics produced are used to treat animals. Uh, um to either treat them from diseases that they have or prevent those diseases or to make them grow faster. Um, so anyway, if you are not buying local, um, locally grown or organic, you know, pastured, if you don't know your farmer, and I highly recommend to investigate where you're getting your meat on a regular basis because that can really change your health. You might be into, uh, eating antibiotics and never know why you suffer from some gut health issues. Um so you need to be careful with the quality, not just animal foods, but plant foods too, because you probably don't want to be eating pesticides and herbicides either. I don't I doubt it very highly they affect your health in a positive way. <laughs> Those are heavy metals and chemicals. So animals, pasture-raised animals and free-range livestock. So basically, you want to get your animals from farms where they roam around and live the life that they were designed to live by nature. Seafood, caught in natural waters, like the land-based counter. Parts wild caught fish have fatty acid profiles that are different from those of farmed and ground fat fish. So uh, to sum up this piece of information, seafood, you need to take care of the quality of your seafood too and get wild uh, from good quality waters. Again, do the investigation, look up where, uh, what kind of companies, what companies produce good quality fish and seafood with the least contaminants. And then crops that haven't been sprayed with pesticides and antibiotics, which shift the microbiome of their soil as well as that of your own. Um, So yeah, guys, you need to take care of the quality of your food. So uh, if you really are committed to getting maximum health out of yourself, to get maximum energy, maximum longevity to to prevent diseases as much as possible and basically enjoy your life as much as possible, making the most out of it, you need to take care of quality of everything you eat, everything you eat. And it might be overwhelming but what I recommend to do um, for my clients and anyone who asks me is to do one thing at a time. Maybe this week you're taking care of eggs, maybe next week you're taking care of seafood, whatever it is you eat on a regular basis um, and you buy it from you know from the stores and you include it in your daily weekly meals then you need to take care of the quality of that and again you might take it one by one one item at a time one kinds of foods at a time learn about your f- local farms about your uh, local good food producers anyone can do it anywhere in the world uh, you can do again if you if it's important to you if your health is important to you number 2 gut health. And here uh, we want to talk specifically about fiber and a little bit about probiotics. So guys, we have more bacteria in our gut and uh, on our body than we have human cells. Um, um, Some gut uh, doctors um, have a joke that we're more bacteria and we are the house that carries that bacteria around, and we kind of serve them, not that they um, serving us. And uh, there is more and more research that bacteria in uh, our gut tenants can send all kinds of messages to our brain, to our nervous systems, to each other. Uh, they influence our health in so many ways. Uh, uh, and if you don't have your gut bacteria in check if you don't have it functionally prop- properly, if you don't have a balance of different gut bacteria. Um and more good guys than bad guys, uh, then uh, it directly affects uh, your lifespan, your health span, how much energy you have, uh, what kind of inflammation you have, your blood sugar levels, a lot of things, guys. So you need to take care of your gut. And one of the best ways to take care of your gut is, well, first uh, to remove all the abusing foods that we will talk about in a minute, but um, second fibers. You need to eat a lot of natural fibers and not just some fiber supplement. No, you actually need to eat a variety. Variety is the key of different far fibers from different foods. So you need to eat um, uncooked vegetables, uh, maybe some fruits. Also, you need to eat cooked vegetables also. Uh, uh, it's also proven to be beneficial to add some resistant starch, that is a specific type of fiber that you get uh, from, for example, unripe green bananas, or you can get it from beans. Beans are one of the richest source. You can get it from cooked and cooled Potatoes and uh, rice. Um, A lot of people experiment with that because then most of the starch in potato is not digested. But again, you got to cook it and you got to cool it and eat it cold. Um, So, vegetables cooked and raw, and then greens, and also for your gut health and your. In dental health you need to eat things that you need to chew like raw carrots uh, or raw celery sticks or nuts and seeds you actually also need to train uh your gums and your jaw muscles um so and in order for you to get the maximum benefits, uh, you need to get, um, again, raw and cooked vegetables, you need to get greens, you need to eat some nuts and seeds. Uh, and you don't have to eat it every day necessarily, even though I do recommend, and I practice it myself, of eating soft and um, hard fibers uh, and fermentable and non-fermentable fibers. That's what they call it. So uh, a lot of raw vegetables, a lot of greens have non-fermentable um fibers that basically go through your stomach undigested it and help your body to eliminate um, a lot of stuff unnecessary like junk or uh, you know different products uh, byproducts of uh, your body's functioning. So fermentable uh, and but also a very important fermentable fibers uh, or fibers that your gut bacteria can actually ferment, eat uh, and then produce compounds called short fatty acids. Uh, They are very healing for our gut and they improve our digestion and our energy levels and they are anti-inflammatory and a lot of good things. And those fermentable fibers you can get from specific kinds of foods that a lot of people are not getting. First of all, in total, it is recommended to get 25 grams of fiber. I track my fiber and these days I'm always trying to get, I'm like trying to go heavy on fiber. I'm trying to get 40-50 forty, fifty grams of fiber. But that is considered a small amount compared to our ancestors. But to a modern human human being I am it's a good amount and uh that's I um Used to not eat that much fiber on my, with my keto experiments, and it didn't quite work out well for me. Um, So now I'm like heavy on vegetables, heavy on all kinds of fibers. I'm crunching my carrots and celery every day, and (laughs) eat all kinds of plants every single day. Uh, So we're talking about prebiotic fibers, fermentable fibers, fibers that your gut bacteria can actually eat, and those you can find in things like onions and garlic and raw onions and garlic have more than cooked. Uh, How much more, you know, depends how you cook. It depends what kind of garlics and onions. Um, uh, Dandelion greens, uh, chicory root, green bananas, um, artichokes, um, those are few foods that have that prebiotic fiber. And guys, I really recommend you to just add garlic and uh, onions to your meals every single day. So I eat one, two bulbs of of onion and um, some garlic, and then dandelion the greens whenever I can. Green bananas sometimes, uh, and then and then for gut health, you also need to consume fermentable foods, uh, fermented foods, uh, foods that were fermented with bacteria that have that live bacteria. And you probably heard about probiotics, all kinds of probiotic supplements, but the delivery or the arrival of those probiotics is still questionable, like a lot of them because of the acidic environment of our stomach do not reach the colon where they're supposed to live. Um, So the best way to actually deliver those probiotic bacteria, the best way that they survive our stomach is through fermented foods, foods like sauerkraut or kimchi or yogurt or... um, all kinds of yogurts, by the way. It doesn't have to be dairy at all. It can be coconut yogurt as long as uh, it has uh, the um, live bacteria. Kefirs, um, some cheeses. You need to you know, look up the kind of cheese you eat if you want to get probiotics from it. Um, apple cider vinegar also has it. Um, uh, pickled vegetables. Uh, my favorite way to get my fermented foods. Pickled vegetables. Or uh, if I'm in a place where I can get it, some kind of almond or coconut yogurt. I also consume apple cider vinegar often with my with my salad. So, this is my way to get my probiotics. And then, as we talked about, you need prebiotics too. So make sure that every day you consume some um, onions, garlics, leeks, green bananas, chicory root, dandelion greens, um, and um, and consume the variety of fibers again. Um, raw carrots or uh, celery stick anything raw that we can chew that is hard to chew some nuts and seeds some maybe beans if you eat them uh, some resistance starch from maybe cooked and cooled potatoes um, raw and cooked vegetables and then some greens and start tracking your fiber 25 grams of fiber, fiber minimum per day every day guys you need to go vegetable heavy fiber heavy um, this is that is the foundation one of the foundations or cornerstones of your health just do an experiment for months eat that that amount of fiber you'll be like amazed how your overall eating habits and how your health and energy levels gonna be transformed. So we talked about quality, we talked about fibers, and gut health, probiotics, prebiotics. And remember, probiotics are the actual bacteria that live in your gut and you eat them with fermented foods or you eat them as a supplement. And then prebiotic foods are the foods that feed your bacteria. And um, those are specific foods that have those prebiotic fibers like onions, leeks, green bananas, uh, dandelion greens, uh, garlics, chicory root, dandelion greens, always forget how to pronounce it properly, but anyway, uh, you got the idea. And three, remove the abusers to make your dental diet complete. And there are not so many actually, they're not diet specific, those are just harmful foods proven to your gut, to your metabolism, and to your dental and whole body health. So number one, vegetable oils. It's, uh, you know, vegetable oils for a lot of people in the industry, in food industry, is still a questionable item. For people who are in the nutrition field, it's not. It's like there is no question. It is harmful for you. If you consume vegetable oils, and most of you in modern world, unless you're tracking your vegetable oils consumption, do consume vegetable oils. So vegetable oils are sunflower, um safflower Soybean oil, canola oil, cottonseed oil, corn oil, peanut oil, basically anything but avocado oil, coconut oil, olive oil, olive oil, by the way, extra virgin, everything should be virgin, extra virgin, not refined, otherwise it's the same shit. Good quality animal fats like lard, like tallow, like butter from grass fat, animal animals animals that are not treated with antibiotics. Otherwise, the quality is going to be completely different. Yeah, animal fats and then avocado oil, coconut oil, um, olive oil, and you know things like macadamia oil, more exotic oils. There are some too, but those are the more common ones you're going to find. Um, So, no vegetable oils, guys. That, again, compromises your health on genetic level, on gut level, on uh, whole body level. It increases uh, your inflammation, consumption of those oils. And most of the places, like restaurants, cafes, use vegetable oils. Um, um, Just keep that in mind and um, avoid them. (laughs) Choose olive oil for dressings, choose uh, grilled or, you know... Cooked without olive, uh, without oil, um, or choose restaurants that cook with, you know, butter or olive oil, something like that. And uh, packaged foods, make sure you check the ingredients of all packaged foods. Like your nuts might be roasted. Uh, your otherwise healthy nuts might be roasted in some canola oil. A lot of nuts are roasted in things like canola oil. Uh, your cereal might have that, or your nut bar might have it. Um, so, check out the ingredient list. Number two, white flour, a grain flour, we mean here. Specifically, white flour. So, avoid it at all cost in all breads, pastas, crackers. Um, if you choose whole grain flour, it's still a health hazards. So you need to eat it maybe two, three servings per week. Uh, But for a couple of weeks to break the addiction, to see how your body feels without grains, just eliminate all grain flours, all grains completely from your diet. And guys, don't think that it is that difficult. Um, You can order a lot of things made with nut flour, like coconut flour or almond flour. Um, You can uh, get some some pasta made with beans. There is, you know, cauliflower pizza. So choose substitutions. But for a few weeks, two, three weeks, just completely eliminate all flours, all grains, and see how you feel energy-wise and health-wise. And then once in a while, you can maybe still include it once, you, you know, your gut health is in order. Uh, when you feel great, you might still include it, you know, once in a while. But on a regular basis... Every day, not the best thing, and you're going to compromise your health a lot if you consume green products, but specifically refined white flour, that is like deadly thing. So eliminate it as fast as possible. And number three, sugar sugar, sugar, sugar. And by sugar, we mean all kinds of added sugars for sure. I also find that a lot of people don't realize that any kind of juices, any kind of juices, unless it's like celery juice or kale juice, have sugars in them. So any kind of juices, um, cereals, Uh, A lot of foods, canned foods, processed foods, sauces, and dressings have some sort of added sugar. So check all the ingredients. And uh, I'm not saying you can't have dessert made with real sugar ever in your life. But you need to break that addiction first to your sugars. You need to go for two, three weeks without sugar and even without fruit to retrain your taste buds and break your sweet sugar addiction. And in that, I would also include all kinds of sweeteners. So, two, three weeks, no sweeteners. Uh, just retrain your taste buds, teach them to taste real food. And then you can maybe reintroduce sweeteners like stevia for uh, things that you want to be sweeter. Um, things, sweeteners that do not affect your blood sugar and do not seem to have any adverse health effects. And then once in a while you can cook, you know, or eat dessert. Maybe you go out with your friends or with your loved ones, or maybe you cook together. Maybe it's a celebration, special occasion. Yeah, have you dessert then. But it's not an everyday thing. Not if you're interested in maximum health, maximum longevity, preventing diseases and feeling your best. That's not what you should be doing. And the choice is yours, it's yours, guys. I'm not saying you can't have something. You can have whatever you want, anytime you want, and allow yourself to do that. But understand that uh, you're not special in the sense that every single action will, will create some consequences. And if you make certain choices, and if you know about certain information, like sugar causes adverse health effects in most people... Be prepared to suffer from consequences, um, and be prepared that you might have some more health problems that you would want otherwise. Uh, so just make choices that that reflect your values. That's all I'm saying, and I'm here to provide you the best information that's out there, the best the best information that I learned through my personal professional experience. Uh, and that's it. I'm sharing with you my experience, my knowledge, and I'm wishing you the best in your life, in your health, uh, with everything. And uh, that's, that's what is my pursuit. And so... And so it's still up to you to follow this advice or not. Uh, Choose wisely and knowingly. So to recap this episode and let you go for the weekend to maybe enjoy occasional dessert or maybe not. Weekend is not about desserts. It's about your time for you, uh, just like any other day of the week, really. First, quality. Concentrate on quality. You might, you know, do everything right with your diet, but then you do not care about quality and you might consume some animal and uh, plant products that will have, I don't know, pesticides, heavy metals or antibiotics that can compromise your health a lot. So care about the quality of your food. Take time to investigate and find good places where you can get your food on a regular basis. Number two, gut health shoot for 25 grams of fiber per day. Make sure to include some prebiotic fibers from your onions, from your leeks, from your garlic, your green bananas, uh, um, maybe uh, uh, beans, uh, uh, potatoes that were cooked and cooled. Uh, Get some raw carrots and celery stick for that hard fiber from raw vegetables. Eat raw and cooked vegetables. Eat some nuts and seeds. They also have different kinds of fibers. Just eat a variety of fibers, at least 25 grams per day. Uh, and eat some fermented foods to increase the variety and the amount of good gut bugs in your gut. So probiotics or fermented foods, um, sauerkraut, kimchi, uh, vinegar, apple cider vinegar, kefirs, yogurts, uh, pickled vegetables. And then number three, remove abusers. One, vegetable oils. Two, flours and grains. and Number three, Sugars, all kinds of sugars and sweet things. And again, when you remove something, it doesn't mean you can not have it ever. No, it just means now you make conscious choices and you choose to have those foods, if ever, when it's worth it and we, when you cannot find a better alternative that satisfies you on some level. But first, break addictions. That's it for today, guys. And we are finishing our dental diet review and practice. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot me email to Angela at CreateYourself.today, Angela at CreateYourself.today. I'm doing my best to practice uh, dental diet to the best of my ability, and I'm already seeing a lot of great results, and I'm going to keep you posted on my progress, progress and different insights in the lifestyle and in the diet. Um, so stay tuned, and also check out Instagram for videos uh, that go shopping with me and buy those foods that contain essential nutrients in the largest amounts, and uh, I'll also show you how to eat them, to cook them in my stories, in my daily foods, all of that on my Instagram. So. Check that out. Uh, You'll see what your nutritionist, uh, that is behind uh, Food School Podcast, the voice behind Food School Podcast, eats every day. Uh, Also, my intermittent fasting experiments and some of my workouts, a lot of stuff there. Um, I share a lot of things because people ask me a lot of questions and then people tell me thank you for sharing, asking to explain certain things. So, a lot of people learn from my Instagram, and that's why it's there. I'm trying to educate people as much as possible to help folks. Uh, just like you to do their best and to avoid as many mistakes as possible when it comes to nutrition and healthy eating, healthy lifestyle. So check out my Instagram. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in. I'm looking forward to digging into more nutrition, healthy lifestyle stuff next week. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you for tuning in, for being here with me. And as usual, till next time, eat Better daily.